0: Before I give the Dharma talk this morning, I'd like to thank everyone for supporting this community. Those of you who support by uh, attending and those of you who support by attending and uh, helping with our finances. This is a, an organization that does not produce a product or a service in the transactional sense of the word. It does provide something, but that comes from you not from this. So thank you, and please continue to help us again. <clears throat> this morning's talk is titled, Illusion Speaks. Illusion Speaks. Illusion Speaks. You're listening to it. This is just a way of talking about it. It doesn't mean that table isn't hard, or light isn't bright, or rocks in the ground isn't hard, or water doesn't get things wet. Water doesn't get itself wet, though. So just to clear that up for you. Later on today, there'll be a talk at four o'clock called Illusion Listens. But if you're not signed up for the retreat, you won't be able to hear that one. Or observe, watch. So what is what is this about? What am I endeavoring to talk about when I say that something that is not real is talking? That's exactly what it is. This is the very nature of the two truths, relative truth This is here. The sun comes up. It's dark. Later on, it will be. um, Did I get that backwards? Don't make a mistake about the sun comes up and everything is dark. See the difference between those. Anytime you grasp at something, you take all all of its light away. A lot of room for questions there, but not yet. What we think is so real and we grasp at to get more of it, because we love it, we like it, we want it, we need it. We have to have that in our life. You all probably have two or three dozen of those things, maybe more. But we don't want, we want to keep away. So we grasp at that in the sense that we push it away, which is a kind of grasping. Stop it. Make it go away and sometimes we have some success and other times we don't and sometimes we are blame ourselves because we're not good enough we don't not strong enough excuse me we don't have enough uh, confidence all kinds of descriptions all of them are unreal but they're speaking to us they're speaking right in our ears i am speaking to you this illusion is speaking and this this illusion knows that this is an illusion. There's a big difference because there's no way I can lie to you. And there's no way I can tell you the truth. You have to see it. There's no, there's no one hearing this. If, there, if there's someone hearing this and there's someone speaking this, this is the very nature of illusion is to grasp that relative truth, duality. To see what this is doesn't mean you'll stop speaking. You might speak more. It doesn't mean you'll stop listening, you might listen more, but you will see that there's no solid speaker anywhere. There's no solid listener anywhere. Illusion speaks. See it. Hear it. Smell it. Taste it. Touch it. Think it. Receive. 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 Don't produce. You might have to start out with seeing that everything that shows up in your mind stream or anything that comes out of your through your vocal cords or anything that is coming at you is is unreal. And it is unreal in the sense that it has no solid character to it that is substantial. It has a solid character to it that is insubstantial. It goes away. The Light comes up and then it, it me have darkness later on. Things get wet and water evaporates. So nothing stays the same. It keeps changing, changing, changing. Impermanence, impermanence. Basic teaching of the Buddha is nothing lasts. Another basic teaching of the Buddha is everything is in a state of distress or suffering or loss. If it's existing, then that's going to be a primary experience of being alive. And of course, the last one, which those of you who have studied this know about, which is everything is without a, an ongoing self. There is no self in anything. Nothing has its own self nature. Ni is a fancy word if you need to go there. Ni svababa. swababa baba being. me is a negative. <clears throat> don't believe it. Don't disbelieve it. Don't ignore it. Just receive. Just receive start by training your mind sit down hold still face the wall and see the complete uh, absence of any kind of a self or being or centrality to anything it's without a center and as pache would say it's without a fringe there's no center there's no fringe Illusion speaks whatever is being said by this old man or in your mind about what you're saying to yourself, little mini lectures you give yourself to help reify, substantiate, reinforce your sense of what identity. I'm the one who's losing. I'm not getting anywhere. I can't, I'm not going to be able to make this work. I don't know Who who can I ask for help. I can't trust anybody. Or the other one is everybody's full of it. Only I know only only i can do this every every now and then you'll hear that come out of someone's mouth and it's an illusion and it's speaking so if you know that it's an illusion and you continue to speak and you know that it's an illusion and you continue to listen what's the difference what's the difference but how can you get fooled by something that is an illusion that is unreal. Let's start this way. How can you get fooled by it? Is that the way we started? Did I go the other way? Tell me. You with the crystal clear memory. What did I say first? Don't know? I said it, but you just don't know what it was. Okay, I'll let you off the hook. So do you know? Does anybody here know what I said? Did anyone retain just a few words that I said? You can repeat them to me. It's not a test, I just have a bad memory. up. This is unreal. This is unreal. It's vividly, as Trungpa Rinpoche said, it's vividly unreal and emptiness. It's still form. It's vividly unreal. It doesn't get like more and more cloudy and mis- mis- no, it gets sharper and brighter and it stings and it burns. It's hot and cold. It's dry and wet. It has all the qualities of relative truth intensely because you're not excuse me, adding your stupid ideas to it. Trying to provide some kind of a network or some kind of guidance so you'll know what to grasp and what to reject don't grasp anything don't reject anything and don't ignore anything that's the teaching as it comes through this person here from the lineage of the buddha all the buddhas down through the centuries to this person this speaker this sound of words that are an illusion a pointing at the illusion don't believe it don't disbelieve it and of course, don't look away, ignore it, or distract yourself from it by anything, if you can. And the process of training the mind seems to be a, an awareness dynamic that has to do with seeing how much you keep pushing and how much you keep grasping and how much you keep distracting yourself. So you can't actually accomplish those, but the instruction is to endeavor to do that so that you get uh, an idea of how much you are entrained by your karma by your causes and conditions that cause you to show up as a singular person somewhere going some in some direction having certain kinds of emotions and so on that substantiate reify and support the illusion that there is a speaker the the illusion there is someone walking it takes a long time it takes a lot of effort Just effort to get to the cushion, get to the wall, sit down, hold still, or look at the grass in your backyard, look at a tree, look at the side of your garage. Outside if it's summer, inside if it's winter. Probably didn't need that kind of help. And whatever shows up, shows up, but it's it's, it's unreal. It has a reality, a relative reality, but it is not ultimate. And what is ultimate reality? There's no way you can describe it. There are different images that we sometimes use. The people who are. Understand that and are inspired by that aspect of reality. That is of uh, the two truths. that is called ultimate truth. My way of saying it. And an image that came. Long before I got here. I just happened to use it. Is it is like, Not the same. But it is like the sky. The sky does not appear. It's it's just nothing is there, so it's a sky. But when something comes into it, like a cloud or a bird or an airplane, then we know it's the sky. Otherwise, it would just be that
1: blue or black. How is illusion as you're teaching it different from um, something like nihilism where it doesn't it doesn't matter like there's no meaning
0: um, well, delusion as I'm talking about it is is to see that you're deluded in other words see that you to see completely that you're deluded is awakening because this is what the Buddha saw the Buddha did not see castles in the sky he didn't see some kind of quality of state of mind called, holiness or some kind of state of mind called um, really feel good because I see the fundamental nature of reality kind of thing he saw the delusion confusion chaos he saw it. and what you're referring to is uh, nihilism is uh having a, an opinion a stand uh, a conclusion about the, the the chaos or about the nihilistic it doesn't matter. We can't. Nothing can be saved. Everything is doomed to failure. Nihilistic, negative. Sometimes Buddhism is referred to as a nihilistic uh, religion because by people who never have studied it, other than maybe read a book on it by Alan Watts, yeah. or maybe somebody a little bit better than that, just because of the teaching of uh, uh, suffering. Because it's not part-time, it's complete, full-time suffering. Anytime you have a nerve endings, you have suffering. And here and here, all these receptors suffer. More.
1: show sure, Bowing, how is suffering present in situations where it looks pleasurable? Bowing? won't last. So it's called a pain of alternation.
0: You're having a really good time doing something but you're also looking at your watch because you know time's running out this will go away this won't last can't maintain the suffering or the um the pleasure grasping at it so they're trying to maintain continue make that continue or continuing to look at your watch until it comes time to go back into that pleasure again created by all kinds of things could be drugs it could be just some kind of activity that you really really enjoy in the sense that it takes your mind away from the things that you're covering up your're suffering but it's still suffering it's just that it's covered up by pleasure
1: well. shadow bowing if we see what this is is there is there still that relative um, are there still times that we're not experiencing suffering no yes which is also to not experience suffering is also suffering. You
0: can only go so far with the words because they start to get tangled up in uh, grasping is one thing and rejecting something else. They get tied up in the very modality we're using to even talk about the spiritual path. So this is why quite often, especially in the Zen tradition that teachers will talk one direction and then pull the student out on a limb and then break the limb. So that they have no re- they'll give them a reference point that gets them out on the limb and then take it away from them. So that you actually begin to realize what this is, that it's without a self, uh, it's without, without an other, and it's without coming and going, and nothing is occurring, would be a, another way of saying it. Another way of teaching, this has been taught down through the centuries, is, is, is the teaching of uh, emptiness or shunyata, more.
1: So take one more and then I'll come. <clears throat> go ahead. How can we see something's an illusion but still participate in, in it? Bowing. So as you look at, at the unreality
0: of what this is you see that you're not separate from it. it takes a while it, for a while it's you're observing that unreality and then over time it takes it takes time of not grasping, not rejecting. And not turning away to see that that which is observing and that which is being observed are not separate there isn't any separate thing that's why it is completely all consuming it just eats itself up so there isn't anything there's no one eating there's nothing being eaten nothing has occurred sometimes in different ways referred to as threefold it's threefold purity that, that nothing is actually was a, actual, actually ever even soiled it's that pure go ahead have one more?
1: Go ahead, sir. I don't have the wording exact, but you said something like when you grasp something, you extinguish its light. Yes. What do you mean by that?
0: You, You cover up what it is, and what it is is ultimate. There isn't anything but ultimate truth, and there's no other. Even relative truth is running a close second, no pun intended. You're not following me, are you? You know why? I'm not going anywhere. Can't follow somebody that's not going anywhere. It's just this. But if you try to cling to it, or you try to grasp it, you cover up its light. The light is. It just. It has to be complete respect for everything. You have to respect confusion. You have to respect suffering. If you try to cover up your own suffering, if you're covering up your own Buddha nature. That doesn't mean it's nihilistic that you have to fluff up or puff up your suffering so you can get closer to Buddhahood with plenty of suffering around. Receive the suffering of others. See what it is. Receive it. Receive it. Save all beings. Be with all things. You're wearing a monk's robe. Look at your vow. Look at that vow every day. And if you're not wearing a monk's robe, I'm not telling you to go sew one. You, don't have to, you shouldn't do anything you don't have to do. If you just do what you have to do, you do a lot less than you're doing now, more than likely. Good question.
2: What is imagination as it relates to illusion?
0: The same, thing. same thing. But it's propelled, imagination that's propelled by enjoyment or pleasure. Or uh, possibly even boredom or just wanting to make stuff up. But the imagination that is propelled by fear is the one that creates the self centeredness, takes an aspect of consciousness and wads it up into a dark ball that is really worried about continuing to exist when there never was anything there in the first place other than consciousness only, which is without a center or a self. Just because there's a body here. Uh, That's no proof of anything, because the body, this body, this body, this body, these are very, very temporary. More?
2: Even Bowing, I have a couple. Um, The first is, what is the relationship between imagination and consciousness? I kind of lost you when you described the... consciousness. Whose imagination is it?
0: Just imagination. It doesn't belong to anyone. It looks like it does. That's where we get the ego the someone who's being being helped or being harmed or getting ahead, falling behind or being very, very creative or being not so creative. How
2: can imagination be perfect when it appears to create
0: so much suffering. Life is suffering. If you're a living being, if consciousness has been downloaded into a living form, whether it's a ground squirrel or a human being, there's nerve endings. And if conscious, uh, some aspect of consciousness, which is happy to do whatever whatever shows up, it always finds whatever form it needs. When I say needs, we might not be able to track it back into the original grasping or desire for something else. It could be just as simple as, uh consciousness wanting to, to, it, wanting to have some kind of a form in space. So it might have started out with an asteroid, which is just as alive as a ground squirrel, just in a different way. That's only part of the answer, you're going to have to drag the rest of it out of me. Is,
2: is there, there's pleasure and pain. At the nerve, um, the nerve endings you described, as yes. we perceive pleasure and pain, where do those do those meet somewhere where they are one? And where do those meet? Kind of follow that analogy.
0: I don't know what it is you want to know. Can you get me close to that?
2: Where do pleasure and pain become the same? Or do they? No, they,
0: they're already the same. They don't transition into something else the transitioning is part of the illusion, thinking something occurs
2: and what divides them
0: uh your mind grasping at this rejecting that shutting down opening up greed uh, wanting things to be different different than they are the second noble truth of the Buddha creates the first noble truth suffering so it's a way of talking about it but if you go in there with hammer and tong and try to pull it apart and see, does this really hold up logically it does for a while, but eventually, when you get to the to the fundamental understanding, then there is no conclusion there's nothing comes together as ah, oh, Okay, now I see what he was pointing at now, you may never say that.
2: You know, like, is the illusion manipulated by training the mind.
0: A little bit, and that you're, and that you're, you're doing something that the illusion is not so supported. The, the, the illusion is not particularly supported by going and looking at the illusion, because then you begin to see it starts to break down. You begin to see that it's just made up of a lot of parts, and then you look at the singularity of the parts, and you see that even those are made up of little parts, and these little parts are all getting together and forming this, or that, or this happy situation, or this sad situation. It's the grasping that creates the suffering. Wanting something else, one who sees, even if you're in a human form, one who sees what this is, fundamentally, may suffer incredibly, but they don't differentiate between that and pleasure. I'm not kidding you, I would not lead you astray. The, the, what the ego wants to do is get rid of the suffering. And what the wisdom mind does is nothing. It doesn't pick and choose because it's not separate from the most intense suffering. It's not separate from the most intense pleasure at all. But the ego mind is wants to keep away this and do that, and it does it through grasping at a form. And what, what form is available? The human form, body, nerve endings, fingertips, appetite, desire, fear, fear of the dark. Of the unknown going this way, going that, don't do this, do that. Our whole society is made up of hope and fear of uh, crime and punishment. It's just everywhere. those people who are instead of helping people who are having a hard time, we punish them. Just look at looking at any go to the Michigan Department of Corrections. the Sanho here Sanho, where are you? Apparently he's not. But anyway, Sanjo is a recent, recently joined as a community member here, and he's also an attorney. And at some point, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about uh, this, I'm kind of joking about this, but I think it's interesting to say, take uh, the Michigan Department of Corrections to court and, and, and see if they've managed to correct anything. They're sign is advertising, Michigan Department of Corrections I don't see where they're correcting anybody. They're just punishing people. If they said the Michigan Department of Punishment, then maybe I couldn't sue them. But they're not helping anybody. Any of you who have? Some of you have done prison work. Yes, sir.
1: Jesus, mine. Can I see the light through the grasping?
0: Can you see the light? Yes you might not recognize what it is because you'll you might see that and think well something's missing or you might think well, that can't be it that's too simple e- ego language will come up oh, that can't be it the ego is always looking for an angle somewhere the self-consciousness the me, me me feeling and everything is looking for some kind of a angle on things so it can continue to enjoy itself in that illusion as something somebody who is real if you see what this is i'm not saying you will voluntarily die but you won't be you won't be frightened of death because you know that that who you are cannot come to an end because it's not begun the sky didn't begin the sky's space so space can't begin only asteroids can begin or earth or squirrels they begin i really like squirrels you they're all gonna die.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Along with us, we're all going. This can't last. No?
1: Yes, sir. Shoto bowing. Um, earlier, you looked at us all and said, "Lighten up." Yes. And can we can we lighten up and still see? Um, lighten up and not turn away from the suffering we're experiencing? I think that's the only way you can do it. Because otherwise, we start clamped down, we
0: start to blame. I'm not saying that there aren't causes and conditions for everything, but if we start to go in there, then we, we misunderstand the situation as it is. It's not separate from the most brilliant light. But our cloudiness, our darkness, and our pushing down changing the angle of things, trying to manipulate things so we can have more control over that. It's just difficult. This doesn't mean we go the other way and say, like I said, lighten up. I mean, that was meant to be funny. Yeah. Was it funny? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yes, Sent you.
2: you, bowing. This morning, Rumi asked me if...
0: Slow down, I want to make sure I get this one. Rumi, your son, who was four going on 58, asked you what?
2: He asked me if his brain is where his imagination is. And...
0: So what lie did you tell him?
2: I said it
0: has something to do with his imagination. That's not too bad. Why didn't you just tell him the truth? What is that? I don't know. We don't, we don't really know that. There's speculation because science can't stand to have something that it doesn't know something about. So it just guesswork. And as soon as it's shown that it's guesswork, then we see, oh, it's really this because then we have some kind of proof. But the, the proof that we have is just an endless circle, circling around, circling around. But, but go ahead,
2: you. Um, with something like imagination or thought, which seems so um, boundless, mm-hmm. does it have a central location?
0: Nothing is. Nothing has. There's anything that has location. Location is a lie, just like time is a lie. It's a really convincing one, because we watch things come and go. But the coming and going is is the illusion. That's the illusion. It's like a a flickering uh, screen in an old uh, what they used to call the. We call them silicon flicks, don't they? It's the 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 little individual pictures going uh, with a uh, with a lens and a. Projecting, project, projecting light through that, and then it turns off and on and it looks like a motion picture, but it's just a series of things. What you could do with, with him, uh, something what, what his dad was saying in the Dharma talk, and Jaison was saying in the Dharma talk, you could take break down the actual word, which was what he was suggesting in his talk yesterday. My interpretation, not his necessarily. But you could take down the word, what do you mean by imagination? How, how do you understand that word? And then you could go into, as soon as that gets uh, clear, cleared up a little bit, maybe from his point of view, because he will speculate on it. And then you could go into brain, what do you mean by brain? And then, but nobody really knows what the brain is. They can describe it, they can talk about it, they can talk about electrical this and that and synapses and. And they can actually take a needle and stick it in there and ha- and you'll think oh, I, i'm remembering when i was in utah uh, in 1946 and this was happening that memory came back vividly you can even do that and have memories of concrete but it's there it's the, the way i often talk about this is a the uh was a shark chartreuse alligator pink alligator in the kitchen once you create that you can't destroy it because it's because the way in which it's created is has no has no fundamental nature to it uh, as far as being a you know, wood or a lampshade or the side of a German shepherd running down the road with bright lights attached to so it you've seen that? How often do you see a German shepherd with bright lights attached to it right now you see it and you, know, you can't go. you can think about that ten years from now. You can't destroy that. Good question. What did you say? Thank you. To him? Oh, to you him. Remember? Oh. No. You're saying thank you to me? Yes. Well you're welcome. Um,
2: in response to that question? Yes. I said the brain has something to do.
0: That's right. With it did his say. Imagination. Then, then you're you're reifying his uh, presumption about the brain or about the imagination when, when and you're not you're not going against it by going in he's listening to us right, right now and uh but but by questioning uh, him about that then you actually help him to look closer into the material that he is even asking about This is what what chazon was doing yesterday in his uh really great dharma talk that he gave
3: is part of
4: why life is suffering because we are not separate so in other words there's so much suffering in the world we're not separate
0: it is the three types of pain that are taught and i'm not saying there aren't other ways of looking at it is the pain of pain which we all know about that something hurts we have a toothache we lose our best friend or something like that we have that kind of pain or anxiety and then the pain of alternation which is Things are really great right now, but it's not, not going to last. And then there's the, the pain of the composite of the pain of conditioned existence, which is this is when you, as a, a student of uh, a, a true spiritual path, begin to see that the pain that belongs to no one. And this is uh, uh, at the same time, also, you're beginning to realize that your consciousness does not belong to you. It's not your consciousness. And you are beginning to, you can say experience, it's not exactly experience like this, like a sound or like this sight. It's not exactly like that. That is, it is much more out of the realm of plus and minus existence, non-existence of appears and doesn't appear. It's away from the polarity of it. So that's much uh, more difficult to see, but you begin to realize that consciousness has no owner. So your own thoughts are not even your own, and yet we're trying to stop them or have really good thoughts or not have negative thoughts. Uh, We're trying to manipulate things based on a misunderstanding of time or the index or the concept of time and a misunderstanding of the concept of space. So this is why what what Rumi was asking, you could actually go in and, and help him you're not educating him, he's educating himself, but you help him by not settling for that first uh, question. Actually, allow him. They're not doing this in school. A terrible, terrible education system. It's just about getting people to remember stuff, which is a good idea, but it should come out of the situation rather than out of some kind of a test. It's just ridiculous. That's all about controlling people, it's a very macho approach. Hi, Kelsey, who's that little person with you? This is Evelyn. Hi, how's it going? Apparently, it's going OK with a smile like that. Yes, sir.
3: What is the importance of participating in the culture that we're in when they do teach or educate in that
0: way. Well, participate, but you don't, that doesn't mean you have to approve of it. But you're there, we're here, we live in this city. Uh, some places, uh, uh, teachers, uh, different, like the Waldorf School is a good example. of a little bit different angle on the whole thing, which has been around for a long time. Uh, Maria Montessori also developed a way of uh, helping children uh, to be responsible for what they did and in ways by putting them kind of in charge of their lives as soon as possible, so they're able to decide whether they're going to walk this way or walk that way so coming back to your question, <clears throat> you cannot help someone or something or a society unless you first uh, stop separating yourself from it in a warlike fashion intense object object intense uh intensely objecting to it so that that's wrong that's bad or jumping on that and Critic- a lot of criticism, it'd be better to go into it and change it from the inside, so to speak. And how, how would you do that? Probably lots of ways. One is be a teacher. More? Shokabang.
3: Just thinking about how in the coming years, we're gonna have to look for how to participate in this culture with Aya, in regards to education,
0: your son. Yeah. So do it, train them yourself, teach them yourself. A lot more work. You can't just turn them over to a place where it's going to be taught. That's one way. You can also participate in the school system. Go went and talk to the teacher, find out who something that never happened when. Probably most of us were young. There was no interaction. The, the PTA, the Parent Teacher Association, was not. Was more of a political structure rather than actually looking at how your young person is being educated. No, I wouldn't worry about it. There's a lot more, more pressing issues that are happening right now. Now, I'm take that question right out. We, we need to stop polluting this place. If we don't, then what is showing up is going away. But who you actually are, who any of you actually are you're at your true nature, I'm encouraging you, I yell at you, I would yell at you about this. Because if I can't, it's like, are you, aren't you listening to me? I'm looking at this. Find out who you are. Because if you don't, then you'll operate out of who you think you are. And that's what the rest of the world is doing. That's why there's so much war. Good people, bad people, misunderstanding. And that's like the the school system or any other system that's based on right and wrong, up and down, back and forth. Punish, war and and peace, uh,
1: crime and punishment, all of that. More? Choto Bowling, how does the education system that you're pointing out not support the people who do well in it? Knowing. it's just encouraging them, encouraging
0: them to pr- to pursue a materialistic approach to everything money making power having lots of power over every other people it's just insane it's not only the insanity of the the highly conservative well they call it conservative but it's not it doesn't fit that word doesn't fit at all it's just power hungry and the, the, It's not that it doesn't help them get more power and it's not that the people who see that that might not be fair to the rest of the of society, the people who are homeless living on the streets of whatever Philadelphia or. Los Angeles in cardboard boxes, we don't take it, we don't take we don't take care of them we we say anything you say get a job, they need to get jobs just uh, so what is your question i'll try to be more direct. It's about training training our mind to see what is true, ourselves, and you have to see it here. You can't see it out there. It won't, you can't look out here and see it. It just looks, it's chaotic. You have, have to look at the chaos that's here, and if you're covering it up with your beliefs, your opinions, your hopes and fears, and your jealousy, and your grievance with, with yourself or with others, then you won't see it and you'll actually hurt yourself and torture others rather than actually see what this is if you see what what this is the war is over that doesn't mean you aren't going to fight with people you might even fight even harder with someone i mean that i mean what's the old saying pick your battles well pick your battles and my battle it's not actually a battle, I'm not. it's not a war, but I want, whatever time I have left, uh, I could say this about anyone, but I want to make sure that I say that. Find out who you are. Don't get your identity from me, from Buddhism, from Christianity, from Islam, from uh, indigenous people, from ayahuasca, from anything. Don't get it from anything but this. Go by yourself, go be by yourself. Face the wall, face your refrigerator, face the kitchen cabinet, hold still, watch the movement of the mind and watch the way you keep lying to yourself. And when I say yourself, you create the self and then you lie to it or you create the self and you lecture it or you criticize yourself or you fluff yourself up or you ignore that passion, aggression, and ignorance. Don't do that. You can do this yourself. You might need a push. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, but I, I'm wearing a robe because this teaching is, was has been around for thousands of years, and it's taught differently by each person. Some people are teaching this have thousands, if not millions, of students. Dalai Lama, which is a true teacher, but he's teaching out of his culture heritage and his birth as a as a tulku
3: bowing when imagination speaks is it always erroneous
0: how's it look to you
2: always is a harsh word but I it looks to me like mm-hmm.
3: that is the case
0: so that the, I, what i would would say next I'm not going to do a lot of this here, but look, just to give you a taste is what do you mean by the case
2: I feel that the things could that come up in my
3: mind
0: yes that's are there, there to what? fool me they're what they're there to fool that's you fool that's i would I would agree with that yes everything that shows up is uh, wrong wasn't it what was that? show was it saturday night night live or something where they say everything you know is wrong <laughs> something like that And i'm not here to take away knowledge i'm not saying no we have to just no. we study if you come here you'll find that we study extremely complicated erudite information about the nature of consciousness as, as it has been handed down through the centuries by lots of different great teachers this bug is trying to tell me something So we're not going to get rid of that, but let's include everything. Include everything and see and let it sort itself out. And if things are really allowed to sort themselves out, to use that kind of silly way of saying it, what is really important will will show up right in front of you because you're not looking for something. Don't look for anything. Look right at it, whatever is there. And it may be the feeling that you don't know what you're looking for. Look at that. That is looking directly at... The imaginary self, carp the imaginary nature, the one who keeps concocting ideas about who you are, where you're going, how you're doing well, how you're not doing so well. Please don't hesitate. Come this way. But
3: Shokabang, what is the lie when we're embarrassed about something that we're seeing in our minds?
0: What is the lie that when we're embarrassed? That uh, an aspect of the consciousness uh, is that thinks there is someone that, that you are someone that can succeed or fail. That part is something that's happening that makes that part of the consciousness that believes there's somebody uh, is embarrassed or is thinking, "Phew, I got that wrong. I need to look more closely at that." But it's it's about being right. And not be embarrassed about being wrong, and not wanting to be embarrassed. Uh, if you if you begin to see who you are, uh, relatively, it's embarrassing because we grasp at that imaginary self, right and wrong, up and down, back and forth. You don't have to stop doing that. This is what the ego will tell you. Well, there's ways to change that, correct that, be better, um, all kinds of things. Some forms of meditation teach getting better, improving, being less self-centered be more peaceful. I don't teach that. I say, you may become more peaceful. You may not. You may have to go through a whole whole pile of crap of your, your past, uh, whatever, blockages or uh, ignoring something about your personality or your uh, kite in the sky. Something you're not willing to look at that. You, you may have to actually look and be responsible, receive that craziness, that suffering and and also receive the embarrassment that comes without covering it up without explaining it without blaming somebody else without blaming yourself just embarrassment it was a very very embarrassing to me when i began to realize uh that i i had met a true teacher coven and had basically I, I could not see what he was telling me and i kept trying to pretend that i knew And it was embarrassing when it finally caught up with me about six months before he passed away of what he was pointing at and i teach out of it all the time he gave me one teaching you don't take precepts you observe them i might have been told that by um, others i might have read it somewhere it's not exactly arcane information secret it's embarrassing. Okay. I have some
4: questions from YouTube. Yes. So, Bowing, uh, Part One. This is a question from Jamie. How does an empathic person deal with composite suffering day to day without letting it affect one's mood negatively?
0: Let it affect your mood. Let uh, allow your emotions to come and go. Just be an observer. And that doesn't mean that some of that observation isn't going to be how crappy I feel, or I don't want to live any longer, or I don't think I'm ever going to accomplish this. Some people are going through that. Other people might be not quite so intense, but observe it, observe, watch what it does. Don't leave what is arising for what you think about it. Don't leave what is arising in the mind stream or what you think it is, or what you think it means, or something else about it. The very nature of confusion and the circularity. Amazing circularity of relative truth going around in circles. Samsara, going around and around. Another one? This
4: one is from Ath. Spell that, please. A-T-H. Okay. Last name. Or other name all A L M at all. How to go through life without not giving a shit about how we feel. Fear, anxiety are so real, so hard to ignore no matter how many hours we face so long. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you have to be responsible for those. You can't you can't ignore it. I mean you can. There there are ways to ignore, there are ways to shut down or turn away or occupy yourself, distract yourself, occupy yourself with some really strange watchmaking or something. Counting nuts on a walnut tree, never-ending task, there are ways to distract yourself from it, but what's being said here is sit down, hold still, go right into it, and there's no gas mask for that you have to do it, you have to do it yourself, you have to march right into the negativity as Trump and MPJ once said march directly into disappointment. disappointment awaits as it says on my cup here. And so more more time on the wall and the other. Uh, um, um, algorithm that I highly recommend is. The three jewels, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. However, that shows up for you. Going to have to have a teacher, maybe more than one. Going to have to have a teaching that you can actually go to, and has some understanding and has some kind of longevity to it, and maybe other things I'm not even thinking about. And there needs to be a community. No, no matter how irritating they are. Do it anyway. Yes.
4: There's a chat uh, question from Harrison Homer. Harrison, how how is imagination different than
0: basic thought? We could go in like I was uh, saying to Senshu. She's suddenly gotten very small. Um, <laughs> Senshu, she I think she ran away because something that Rumi really wanted to talk to her something. So uh, the differentiation there, I would I, I think, is just. Uh, Basic thought is uh, something is being produced uh, through either through the uh, dependent origination, just the thoughts that arise in anyone's mind as you go along and bump into this and run away from that. And then the thoughts that you produce out of the self-centered part of the mind to the seventh consciousness, as it is described in the Yoga Chara tradition of wanting something else and not liking this and this isn't fair to me and this blah, 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 all the... The pride and, uh, and prejudice that shows up in, in that area of consciousness that has shrunk into a me feeling, I, 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 me, 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 and my stuff, my ideas, what I need to do for myself. And this, this I is there relatively, but it's temporary. You're going to die, <laughs> uh, he laughed. We all are going to die. If you see what this is, you're, you realize you you never really even lived as you thought you were. You lived as a temporary being, that, you, that which is real is neither alive nor dead there's more uh, more to that question though Uh, imagination and uh, basic thought i would say that the imagination the basic thought is just a kind of a processing area Uh, as it talks about the sixth consciousness is just just processing things and synchronizing the relationship between what you're seeing what you're hearing what you're smelling what you're tasting what you're receiving from past karma what happened uh Thirty years ago, what happened happened fifteen lifetimes ago. This does not go away necessarily. It can change. It can modify. And then imagination is possibly different ways of talking about it. I would rather talk it over with Rumi first, who's uh, who's actually beginning to experience this imagination and actually use it. Unusual to run into a four-year-old that can make up jokes. Isn't that right, Rumi? Yeah, yeah, got, got a thumbs up there. So the difference would be one is very active in producing something and the other one uh, is active in receiving. But the other one that's acting in receiving can also align itself in the form of imagination uh, called uh, uh, paranoia, an imagination that is crazy uh, or is schizophrenic or to use the conventional Western terms. Uh, wanting this or being afraid of something by projecting onto it that it's dangerous when really uh, who you are cannot be harmed. I'm not saying someone can't kill you, but they can't hurt you. Uh, If you realize who you are, they can't hurt you with anything. This doesn't mean you'll stop suffering. You may continue to suffer. If you're a living being, you're going to suffer. The Buddha didn't take away in the Third Noble Truth uh, cessation by took away the suffering. Something else that is going to cease. And that is grasping, rejecting, and ignoring. The sense of a being will still be there. It's imaginary. Jishin, go ahead.
2: Jishin Bowing. What does it mean that wisdom is not separate from suffering, Bowing?
0: It's just a way of talking about a duality uh, that that keeps us away keeps us running away from suffering to try to find our idea of wisdom we just split ourselves up and we and there are all kinds of things uh advertisements for how to do this how to be happy how to do this and do that oh well, there you are so and they're not separate in that if you see what if you see the suffering this is wisdom wisdom isn't a thing it has no status as a thing even consciousness, we say consciousness, but it has no status as something. It's more like the space in which so called things or phenomena appear. Without those things appearing, then is there consciousness? I find out. I don't believe anything I say. Does wisdom suffer? Suffering may continue, but the, the, suffer, the sufferer, the identity, will will not be positioning itself in such a way that it can avoid suffering, or positioning itself in a way through the imagination uh, that it can uh, get some particular person to stop torturing them, or making their life miserable or happy.
2: What is the wisdom in that individual suffering? Does it suffer itself, darling?
0: Wisdom is not separate from anything. Wisdom is wisdom. Just sees wisdom everywhere it looks, if it even looks anywhere. And, and the, the 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 dynamic of coming and going is gone. This doesn't mean you don't get up and walk out to the parking lot or drive your car to uh, uh, the drugstore, but that is an illusion, an illusion, an illusion. It's unreal. It's vividly unreal. If you begin to see it uh, and don't conclude anything about it, then your understanding uh, will be, you won't be questioning what you're looking at.
3: Thank
2: you.
0: Thank you.
1: Another
4: question on YouTube from Al.
0: We'll get, you, we'll get back to you in a minute, Nabeed. Go ahead. Ask. Is it
4: useful to contemplate on why does the brain generate so much cognition that is not related to sensory perception? Or is the contemplation a subtle way to ignore facing the wall?
0: I'm not going to do the either or, but I'll just say sit more. Sit, sit a lot. Uh, I would have to know you personally to know more about what's happening there. So, but the basic uh, instruction that I give everyone, until I get to know you better, and then I might modify it somewhat, is based on my experience uh, over a long period of time of doing lots of different forms of meditation. The one that seems to be the most workable for just for just about anybody is shikantaza. It's also taught in the in the uh, Mahamudra tradition and Um Just just. Just consciousness only. Just sit down, hold still, watch the movement in the mind until you you realize the truth yourself. So trying to figure out what the mind is doing and the brain is doing, I think that's a valid thing to do with your life. But you might want to spend some time looking at that which is doing the study. Is there somebody? Is there a, a scientist? Is there... Where is Monica? Monica Matea, anyway. Is she on here? More. no i can't see everybody oh navid i need i meant to get back to you sorry go ahead
4: navid, Um, you say that thoughts don't belong to us yes uh, is that the same thing with the desire as well
0: yes um, yes there's there there's no one who desires that desire is dependently arisen, and it comes up and if there's a body mind here it's gonna, it's gonna collect an owner, or the owner is gonna collect that and use it to substantiate reified. I'm here, and I've been wronged, or I'm here, and I deserve that, or I'm here, and I really want that over there. I wonder what that costs. It's just a, a complete menagerie of things coming and going and coming and going, all looking for someone to reaffirm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's. How I felt that way a long time. It looks like when it comes out into the mind. that it's it's showing up in in us, in this body-mind complex. No, it is not. Consciousness does not, it it enters and it comes and goes in the body, but it's not trapped by the body. It's the the ego part of the mind, that that ball of of, uh, grasping and paranoia that is in the consciousness that is aligned with the body-mind complex. Uh, That's the paranoid part. But consciousness itself, when it's liberated, it's it has no location it doesn't it, it doesn't follow some kind of physics idea of location and even physics maybe they'll get to the bottom of bottom, maybe they will get to the bottom of things eventually and find out that nothing really exists in the way that we think it does so more about that navid
4: Naveed bang um so they can be there but uh they don't necessarily need to be fulfilled if there's no one there right
0: Kind of. Now you don't, you can desire something, but you don't have to grasp at it. The way I talk about it is feel, feel the desire. Don't get rid of desire. Whatever shows up has a right to be there is what I'm saying. And when I say it has a right, I'm saying it's not separate from anything else that's showing up. So therefore it has to be there. It's not like, oh, this is wrong. I shouldn't be thinking that. Oh, this is, this is better. I should be thinking more in this line. People teach us differently. You can see I, what I what I, what do I have here, a few dozen students. I don't have hundreds or let alone thousands, and I don't want them. Not that I could even get them if I wanted them because what I'm teaching is uh, untrustworthy. And it's, why is it untrustworthy? Because I'm not going to guarantee you anything. You're gonna to have to do this yourself. I'm happy to kick you in the butt to help you, but I can't do it for you. And I'm not going to explain it to you in a way that you can uh, grasp on that will keep you from seeing what it is too much explanation some explanation is helpful to get you to the edge of the cliff but you're going to have to look over that if not jump over it and is it an actual jump no you're not going to have to jump but in the mind stream it may feel like it you may feel put upon you may, may feel threatened by uh the teacher or the teaching or the, even the community but it's a spiritual path, not a mundane path of results. It is a spiritual path of intention, not a, a path of belief or disbelief or ignorance. So if you have a feeling, an emotion come up, it, it's just there, you just look at it. If you don't push it away, if you don't substantiate it, explain it or validate it or blame something for it, uh, then uh, it will. It, it can't last, it will fade away. Even if you don't leave the desire for some kind of fulfillment. Or maybe I've got this all wrong. If you think I do, well then tell me how I'm misunderstanding. And I'll let you go on about three or four minutes until I uh, until I see that you're probably going to win. If I keep letting you go and then I'll interrupt you. no way to win about there's no there's no valid argument about ultimate truth you have to see it and if you see it you realize you're not separate from anybody even the person that's taking exception to you and trying to introduce you to particle physics or trying to introduce you to uh, ayahuasca or trying to introduce you to uh, um, satipatthana or mindfulness awareness or this other kind of or studying tantric this or that no, it's, it's consciousness it's done with the consciousness it's done with the awareness and if you're listening to me You can do this. I can't guarantee it, but the only thing I can say is, I know you can do it. I know you can see it. You might not do it in this lifetime, but start now. Are there more lifetimes? Not really, but it looks like that, and as long as it looks like that, we're going to to keep coming back and checking in with this over and over again. I've been here many times, as have you, but is it the you that you identify as the ego? I'm not talking about that part of consciousness. I'm saying consciousness just as consciousness showing up as a life form. And then the life form goes away and the consciousness uh, does not go anywhere, it doesn't disappear because it has not appeared. <clears throat> this is, a, this is a, coming back to square one and then probably should end. Uh, this is uh, it, This is when illusion is speaking because I know that what I'm saying is unreal. I know that what I'm saying is, uh, you can't believe it. I'm not asking you to believe it. Please don't. Don't offend me or, dis, or, dis, or disregard your own intelligence by accepting what I say just because I'm uh, running, uh, sitting up here running my mouth about something. I have to do this in order to point to something that is completely wordless. When you got a good dose of that last night. If it looks like you're ignoring uh, and you give me permission, I'm coming to get you. If that scares you, you're probably in the wrong room. I only need one student to be a teacher. Is she here? Is he here? Are they here? Listen to what I'm saying. I'll give the rest of the talk, whatever that is. What did I say it was? Forklift? You said forklift?
2: Four <laughs> o'clock.
0: See how easy that imagination just goes wherever it wants? Wherever it wants, four o'clock. Same thing as forklift. And what is the title of the talk?
4: Illusion Listening.
0: Illusion Listens. Is that it? Very good. Thank you so much.
3: Hi, my name is Shoka. I'm a monk at Sokokoji, where I'm committed to training my mind under the guidance of my teacher, Sokuzan. We rely on your support for our programming including a scholarship fund to cover living and tuition costs for those who are practicing full-time at the monastery. Thank you for your generosity.